This is Campfire Financial Talk with Blake Kondreva from Nevada Retirement Planners. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Blake Kondreva provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Campfire Financial Talk with Blake Kendrava. Hello, and welcome back to Campfire Financial Talk. My name is Blake Kendrava from Nevada Retirement Planners. If you would like more information about what you hear during our show today, give us a call at 775-674-2222 or visit us online at nvretirementplanners.com. And while at my website, click on the radio page to check out past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Please don't hesitate to reach out to us with any questions or to set up face-to-face or virtual meetings. During the show today, we're going to be, you know, kind of just examining a lot of different things. How what exactly a recession is, how is it quantified, what, you know, what can you do to help make sure that, you know, during a recession, your, uh, your finances are good, you know, so. Yeah, uh, sounds like a let good me topic. Introduce, yeah, and speaking of which, let me introduce Tony Shore, my co-host. Yeah, you know, right to be here. Always has plenty of cash in his pocket because he, you know, always makes me buy lunch. <laughs> yes, that's right. If we're going out to lunch, we know who's buying. Uh, that's Blake. <laughs> yeah. Free lunch, final wisdom, total coverage. Uh, that's my motto. That's what I'm looking <laughs> yeah. for. And Blake provides all of those things as a financial service professional, total wisdom and total coverage and free lunch. Uh, that's what I'm getting out of this arrangement. So that's good. But Blake, seriously, um, great topic. I know that you know you guys have been reassuring clients and uh, people who call you from the show or that come in and talk to you uh, and those there at your firm. Uh, I know that uh, you and Eric, you tell them, hey, uh, there are things you can do uh, to hedge against inflation and protect against a recession. And we're, it looks like we're maybe entering into a recession or will. So- Blake, uh, what do you think? What is a recession and are we in one? Let's start there. All right. So a recession is a period of temporary economic decline during which trade and industrial activity are reduced, generally identified by a a fall in GDP in two successive quarters. Sure. So basically, um, if we have two bad quarters uh, of the GDP uh, and... uh, that really uh, qualifies as a recession. And uh, we're probably, I mean, it looks like we were possibly headed toward that, right? Yeah, yeah, I do. But I think there's a lot of other factors that are really playing a huge part in it. Sure. Um, you know, you you look at the supply lines and all the issues that they've oh, had, sure. the, the uh, rising cost of gas. I mean, that's putting a lot of these smaller guys out of business right now because they just can't afford, you know, six fifty a gallon for diesel. 
Right. You know, and that's what this country runs on is diesel. That's true. Let anybody, let anybody tell you whatever they want. But if there was no diesel, yeah, we wouldn't have half the stuff that we have. So. Right. The majority of goods are, are shipped via truck and diesel, uh, even trains. I mean, the, the, everything that ships uses diesel from boats to trains to trucks. And this country runs on diesel. That's true. I think that's a good point uh, that you bring up. And, uh, you know, fuel, actually petroleum products, are that's uh, over half of what we use in the United States as well. I mean, everything around you that has any plastic in it, plastic is a petroleum-based product. So, uh, And it takes uh, fuel to get it to you, get goods and services. So even services operate on fuel. So you're right. Uh, the small companies are finding it hard uh, to manage with the high fuel costs. And so uh, that does affect our economy and affect other things and can uh, send us into a recession. Uh, good point. And, of course, the supply chain issues that started when COVID reared its ugly head uh, you know, two, three years ago. So um, interesting, uh, interesting to look at that. So uh, basically, that's what a recession is, and people are concerned that we may be headed into a recession. So uh, let's talk about that. Uh, do you think we're headed into a recession, just on a personal level? I mean, nobody has a crystal ball. I'm not going to hold you to it. Well, I think that we still probably are going to have negative GDP at the end of this month when uh, it all gets reported for the second quarter. Sure. But, you know, I, I think that, what we should really be waiting for is whatever happens with the election, you know, whatever happens in November, because, you know, as we talked about in the last show, people are scared, yeah. you know, especially <clears throat> even though Biden let all the oil contracts come back, none of those, you know, wildcat drilling operations are going to want to go out there and pour all this money into, you know, trying to start, pumping out gas when uh, they're worried that, you know, this administration could take it away from them at any point. Sure. You know, since they have control, both the house and Senate and the president. So um, I think that, you know, this quarter is going to show that and maybe even next quarter, third quarter. But I think that, you know, once the election comes, you know, even regardless of that, you know, uh, the stock market typically sees a 30% increase in the 12 months following that. So, yeah. Yeah. And the know. stock market typically sees a decrease in a major election year. And mm. typically people say, well, this isn't a major, this is the midterms, which is fairly major, but this year it is a pretty big uh, election and people are really looking at it. So I think that that's one thing uh, maybe we shouldn't panic about the markets because I think the I read that every major election the markets have like a on average seventeen, yep, seventeen percent loss that yeah. those years yeah prior to the election and then rebound so maybe we'll see that rebound after the election we'll see we'll see so uh, it is weird to think that elections can affect the stock market but the stock market overall just keeps going and does what it does. Presidents come and go, but the stock market has been around and will survive. And it what goes down will go up and vice versa, right? Yep. I mean, uh, the typical bounce back after a recession is uh, 24 to 36 months is uh, 
the average. But um, I feel that, you know, once if we do, if it does make a quote unquote recession with this next quarter, that we still might see it in the third. But afterwards, we're going to coast from there after the election, which reminds me, if you are listening to this and you haven't, you know, gone and voted in the past, please, if you're fed up with all the stuff that you've dealt with, you know, things that are going on in this world, your vote matters. Yeah. You know, I was in the military. I went overseas to make sure that, you know, I could protect the freedom that we've worked so hard for. And that freedom is you getting to voice your opinion and voicing your opinion can be done through voting. So don't take it for granted. Go out there and vote and try and make, uh, you know, try and make your own difference with, you know, voting for, you know, who you feel is going to be, you know, the lesser of two evils, typically. Yeah, typically (laughs) that's what we have. That's the choice we have typically. So, uh, you know, Blake, uh, good points, one and all. And And I would agree with you. Get out and vote. That's so important. And you need to look at, um, uh, where we're at in, in the economy and what's happening. Uh, but I know there are things our listeners can do and things you, I know you and Eric talk to folks and you tell people, hey, here's what you can do uh, to make sure you're prepared for the ups and downs of the market or a recession. So how can we recession-proof our, uh, you know, our finances, those retirement funds, things like that? Uh, how can we recession-proof our money? Number one, um, you know, if if you're not within five years of retiring, you should be putting all the money you can into the market right now. But first, uh, you know, I know we went over this in a past show, but one of the biggest things you can do for yourself in, you know, a rising interest rate environment is paying off all your variable, uh, you know, APR credit cards. So when the Fed increases the interest rate, it's going to affect all interest rates. And if you don't have a locked in interest rate like you would with say your home or a car, well, I shouldn't say your home because there are some different types of loans that do have adjustable rates, but just Hopefully you make don't sure. have an adjustable yeah. rate mortgage right now an ARM. They call them yeah. ARMs. Yeah, you don't want one of those right now, do you? No, you no. do not. No, but if or a b- balloon payment, but yeah. You mentioned credit cards. That's the that's a biggie because they're those rates are high anyway, and they're just going to use the credit card companies are just going to use this as an excuse to skyrocket those rates. Yep, yep, and that is not a a good form of debt to no. be using. So, if you have that, work on paying all that off first. Get rid of your debt. You know. Um, we are a Ramsey trusted advisor here and, you know, part of the program for Dave Ramsey is that, uh, you pay off all your debt, right? He has, you pay off all of your debt, unless it's your home, Sure, you know, and starting with the, starting with the higher interest rate debt, you know, right. You want to typically start with that or uh, you know the snowball too you can start with that or start with a small amount so you have successes along the way so and i know i've heard you talk about that before blake and uh, definitely that's where dave ramsey really excels is uh you know when he talks about or preaches about hey you got to be debt free 
for the most part, especially high interest debt and credit card debt. And that, that is good advice. It is. It's very good advice. Um, you know, that's why we ended up becoming uh, Ramsey Trusted Advisors is just because, you know, when you see, I've always kind of lived my life that way. I, you know, had my mix up the beginning of college when I first got my sure. first credit card yeah. and really messed that one we up. All? Yeah. Whew. But, uh, you know, that's what really, I was like, man, I really need to learn how this thing works because I am not doing something right. Right. Uh, you know, so once you're able to pay off all that debt and uh, free up this extra cash, uh, that's when I then say, make sure, well, another part of the Dave Ramsey program is that uh, you have an emergency fund. And I would completely agree with that. I have six months. You could do three months. You could do a month. Whatever it is that, you know, just get yourself a little bit of savings because, you know, people oftentimes will want to come in and open these accounts. But, you know, for us, when we see that they don't have an emergency fund and we're going to be the emergency fund, you know, um, that could end up costing you a lot in taxes because I've also made the mistake of, you know, putting a lot of money into a, a Roth IRA. And then, you know, as soon as times got rough, I didn't have an emergency fund. So where'd I go? I emptied out my, oh, my Roth yeah, account. Oh, yeah, you don't want to do you know? that. Yeah, and then you take a 10% hit uh, penalty on top of all that, and it's just a mess. So do yourself a favor. Make sure you have an emergency fund with, you know, even if it's just a month, just some kind of money in there to make sure that you can give yourself enough time to get another job or, you know, whatever it is that, that you need to do, you need to have an emergency fund for it. Um, and then once you've paid off debt, you have a, your emergency fund. That's when I would then say, dump all your extra money into the market. Because um, right now, you know, these people that aren't buying are forgetting the fact that there's a term we use called dollar cost averaging. And that's when you just buy a certain amount at different periods in time. You don't take like a whole chunk and just buy it all on this day. Right. Um, you just buy into it slowly. And what that does for you is over time, it lowers the average cost of all of your shares. Um, but if you're not buying in the down market, you're not truly lowering the cost of your shares, mm. you know, or you're not lowering them as low as they could go sure. because you're not buying at the bottom. Right. There you go. Yeah. And uh, bonds are, haven't been doing well. And with the fed raising interest rates, uh, they're probably not going to do great. Uh, so there are other options, though, uh, mm -hmm. to hedge against, uh, you know, downturns in the market, uh, bear markets and recession, uh, making sure you have that emergency fund. And what's the what's the standard amount? I mean, they, but they say, what, three to six months worth of income? Yeah, three to six months. Yeah, um, Easier said than done, but it's something to strive for if you yep. don't have it already. That it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a good point. So, so we've talked about an emergency fund, 
But uh, what about my money that's uh, in the stock market? Or what if I'm getting ready to retire and I've got a lump sum in a 401k or IRA? Uh, do I leave it all in the market? Or, uh, you know, uh, I know everybody's situation is different. So it depends is the answer. But uh, just uh, in general, there are things you can do. Uh, and you'd have to look at people's, you know, specific situation. But there are other options and tools out there, right? Tons of other options and tools, yeah. you know, <clears throat> depending on, you know, how much you have, you know, where it's at, there's a lot of different things you can do that really can make your portfolio recession proof. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things that, you know, is not right for every client. We do not um, always put clients into these, but, um, we kind of look at it as you making your own pension fund through an annuity, a fixed indexed annuity. Don't go variable. Those uh, always have a lot of hidden fees and all kinds of stuff. Indexed annuities do not. Um, so with those, you can essentially create yourself your own pension and get a guaranteed amount, set amount every month for the rest of your life. And when you look at that, you're saying, well, what about inflation? What about this? What about that? Well, what we're trying to do is try and make sure that you have enough money from any retirement sources that you have. If you have old pensions, your social security, you know, you put those, all those together. And then we say, all right, you know, you, are getting $3,000 from all those sources, but you need four, $4,500 in order to make sure that you could cover all of your living expenses for the month. So then what we do is we go and we look at a fixed index annuity, how much money it would take to get that kind of payout for our client. And then what that does is then they have guaranteed, guaranteed money right there that they're going to have their $4,500 every month. Then with the rest of the cash that they have or the you know rest of the assets that we have, that's what we're going to put into the market because you know that's going to be the money that allows us to fight inflation right there. So you have your baseline, your needs are covered, um, and, you know, if interest rates, everything just keeps going up. That's why you have the other chunk of money that's in the market, that's gaining, that you're not even touching really because, you know, you've got these guaranteed payments coming in from all these other sources. So that money is there really as a backup, an emergency, a vacation fund, whatever you want to call it. But, um, yeah. Yeah, that's and that's that's so important. Obviously, I know that uh, you know annuity is a dirty word, the A word they call it. But <laughs> but uh, but we're not talking about variable annuities or your father's or grandfather's annuities. They really have improved these as uh, great retirement vehicles uh, for folks to use, where you can get some upside and uh, make some uh, interest but you are protected from downside. You can get like a fixed index annuity that can protect your, the principal. Uh, isn't that correct? Yes, sir. 
definitely yeah. correct. And there's also, you know, that, yeah, I mean, and that's that's a tool that sometimes for some people uh, can be very helpful. Yeah, yeah, and there's uh, there's some other forms that are a little bit newer as well if we're trying to get rid of bonds um, and really try and uh, get you some decent payments from those. Uh, you know, our money management team gradient just came out with a new portfolio called the outcomes ETF. And what it's doing is buying into, uh, several different buffered indexes. And what a buffered index is, is, uh, a product that offers you downside protection, a buffer and, uh, an upside that is tied to the stock market, but, uh, typically has a cap on it. Um, so you'll see, I mean, our most recent one, uh, individual one, not the one that's in the outcomes ETF, but we have also individual ones that you can buy if we, you know, you just want to for a certain time period. Um, but the, uh, the new one had a 20% buffer and a 30% cap. So, you know, we're already pretty close to the bottom right now. So, uh, us losing another 20% is yeah highly unlikely. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, that's highly unlikely. And again, nobody has a crystal ball, but, no. uh, but good points one and all. And so, but it is good to know if somebody comes in, uh, the great thing about working with your firm, Nevada retirement, uh, is that it really, uh, makes a difference working with a financial services professional who's independent, a fiduciary, because, you're not insurance salesman just trying to sell insurance. You're not a broker just trying to get people to invest in the market, uh, making your money that way. You look at all the options uh, and talk to them and make sure they're on the right path for emergency fund, for market, and that they're invested and really diversified and have money in each of these buckets. And then some safe money buckets and what they have in savings versus what they might have in uh, say cash value life insurance or a fixed index annuity. Uh, you look at all the options available and they might come in and you might look at it and say, Hey, you're perfectly allocated. You might look at it and say, you have way too much at risk. Uh, and you have this amount of money. So that would warrant taking this small portion here and maybe putting it into a different type of vehicle, financial vehicle or investment. So I think that really helps, and uh, you're not against insurance. You're not against uh, the market. Uh, you're not poo-pooing any of those things, but you're you're allowing them uh, to uh, look at all the different possibilities and do what's in their best interest. Isn't that the bottom line? Correct. Yeah. Correct. You know, uh, Eric has always told me the reason why you know he's became a registered independent advisor was because um you know before he felt like if you were just working for a traditional broker dealer uh he felt kind of sleazy like <laughs> you know that uh he was just selling people stuff just to sell them stuff um and then when the registered independent agent came out uh he actually, because of Chuck Lucius, the owner of Gradient, you know, pushed him into starting his own business here uh, called Nevada Retirement Planners. And we he does it because, you know, nowadays 
if he sees a client, because this is, uh, you know, they call Reno the the biggest little city in the world. So no matter where you go, you see somebody you know. And he's like, you know, if I bump into a client in a kitchen in the grocery store, you know, I don't want to have to duck my head and hide behind something. You know, right. I'm going to walk straight up to him, let him know, you know, even when, you know, even right now when things are bad. You know, it's still like I'm walking up to my clients if I see them and I'm explaining, you know, answering any questions that they have. It's it's really just about, you know, them knowing that we have their best interests at heart and we are working hard for them. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. And I know you and Eric really uh, that's that's the principle you operate on. And I think that's so great. So. Before we go today, why don't we let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you and set up a complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation. And I know you have reports you'll run for them. You'll sit down, talk to them, run some reports. And if moving ahead, uh, they want to continue working with you. Great. If not, no problem, but they'll at least know where they're at. You'll answer the questions they have. Yeah, well, we put together a full written, uh, retirement plan for you and review of the current assets that you have. But if the listeners out there do want uh, to hear a little bit more, you can visit my website at nvretirementplanners.com or call my office at 775-674-2222 to discuss how we might be able to help answer your questions and address your concerns about your path to retirement. It's our goal to help you prepare for the retirement you've worked so hard for. All right. Well, that's great. Great show today, Blake. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Campfire Financial Talk with our host, Blake Kendrava. Thank you for listening to Campfire Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Blake at Nevada Retirement Planners. Call 775 775- 674-2222 or visit them online at campfirefinancialtalk.com. Advisory services are offered by Nevada Retirement Planners, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Nevada. Insurance products and services are offered through Nevada Senior Advisors, LLC, an affiliated company. Nevada Retirement Planners, LLC, and Nevada Senior Advisors, LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.